So, I've been wanting to write this encounter out for a while now. Unfortunately, it has taken me a long time to even fully fathom and process the potential danger I was in in the evening this story took place. This occurred just shy of one year ago. For background, I am a 22-year-old female who was attending university in a, a larger city, three hours away from my hometown. Therefore, I was living alone at the time, with my closest relatives being hours away from me. I had just recently gotten out of a very abusive race relationship, and honestly, I was extremely heartbroken and felt devastated. I had been living in my small one-bedroom apartment with said boyfriend for the past two years. After the end of our relationship, he moved out, and I remained residing in this apartment. I'm only mentioning this detail because in some ways it plays into the reckless decisions I made on this evening. For further explanation, it was hard for me to go home to an empty apartment and amplified and worsened the heartbreak I was feeling at the time. Anyways, onto the story. My friends had decided to take me to a hockey game and get me out of my house and potentially get my mind off the breakup. It was Friday night and we had been consuming fair amounts of alcohol during the progression of the hockey game. In the arena we were attending, there is also a casino. Following the game, we decided to head there for a few more drinks. It was a busy night. The line for the bar was lengthy. During the duration of the time, I was patiently waiting for service. I had begun to speak to a group, group of three men and foolishly exchanged numbers with one of the men of the group. My friends and I decided to call it a night, following only one drink at the casino due to the overwhelming amount of people crowding the area. We part ways, but instead of going to my home, I spontaneously decided to text the man I had previous exchanged contact information with. He responds, informing me that he and his friends had relocated to a nightclub in the area and they invited me to join them to continue the night of drinking. I still regret almost every choice I made on this evening, but I booked an Uber to meet the group of men and headed their direction. The night from there on consisted of large volumes of alcohol and dancing. Now, as I mentioned earlier, my judgment was severely lacking due to both intoxication and the impulsiveness I was feeling possibly in attempts to numb the pain of the breakup. I had never had a one-night stand before and decided to go home with the man I had been chatting and dancing with all evening. We arrived at his residence, and it was uncannily clean. Think of hospital level of clean, right down to the smell. Without even offering, he pours us each a glass of expensive red wine. I thought nothing of it at the time, being that he poured it right in front of me and drank it eagerly. This is the last memory I have prior to waking up in his bedroom due to the noise of the shower running. I was groggy and dazed when I woke up, but slowly I began recollecting where I was, who I was with, and etc. I began to panic 
I realized the only article of clothing still left on my body was my bra. I frantically began to search for my cell phone, clothes, and wallet. I rushed out of his bedroom, hoping to leave unnoticed prior to him getting out of the shower, and my heart dropped. All of his furniture and floors were completely covered with plastic shower curtains, which I distinctly remember not being there prior to me blacking out. Worse yet, all of my personal belongings were neatly placed on his kitchen island alongside a hammer. My instincts kicked in, and I swiftly grabbed my things and ran out the door, not even bothering to put my clothes on first. Once I was out of the house, I ran for several minutes in a random direction, panicked and adrenaline-fueled, slipping on my clothes as I ran. Once I finally stopped, I called a cab and went to my apartment, not speaking about the incident to anyone for a long time to come. The detail that haunts me the most is the only thing missing of my personal belongings was my ID. What were his intentions? Did he take my ID as some sort of trophy or memento of what he had planned for me that evening? What was put in that wine to sedate me in that way? Looking back on it, I realized I should have contacted the authorities immediately. Perhaps the reason for both me not speaking up to law enforcement or even informing my close family members and friends about the horrors I witnessed that evening. I was highly ashamed of the impulsiveness and nativity I acted with that night. This eats me away daily because I believed it was potentially too late for me to report it to this report this man. Seeing as I do not have the slightest recollection of where his house was located or his real name, I did try to call the number he was texting me with that night, and it is no longer in service. Also, I am positive that I had my ID in my possession when we left the club. If anyone can give me advice on how or if I can pursue this, I would be forever grateful. It weighs out my conscience to be in constant fear that he has hurt other females prior to and since my encounter, I was not in the right state of mind for not attempting to contact the authorities sooner. Anyways, potential serial rapist slash murderer, let's never meet again. I am now 27, and this happened when I was about 11 I live in a pretty large city, right next to a city park, and in the most not-so-great part of town, lots of homeless people drinking in the park after dark, and lots of drugs and gang members were everywhere, but as a kid, I didn't know better. However, my mother should have. She let me go out after dark. I walked around town all the time, plus I had a habit that every day I would walk about four or five blocks to a gas station called the 3GS to get a big old fountain drink. Well, my friend had to come home with me on the, on the bus that day. So we got out, ran inside, and asked my mom for a few dollars for some soda. 
she obliged. We spent the walk down to the gas station listening to music on a crappy CD player and goofing off. On the way, we noticed a group of homeless men sitting in a gazebo near the sidewalk that where we were headed up. They were all drinking at the time and looking at us strangely. So naturally, it gave us the creeps. We crossed the street and didn't think anything more of it. We got our delicious fizzy drinks, made some jokes about the sign that said no shirt, no shoes, no service, and headed home. On the way back, we stayed on the sidewalk that didn't have the gazebo. We were about three blocks from home when my friend poked me and said, hey, that's the guys following us. And that's when my ears picked up distinctive sounds of footsteps behind us. I remember watching something that said, if you think someone is following you to cross the street. So we sped up. Just by little by little, we sped up and crossed the street. He sped up and followed us. We were on heightened alert now, so we sped it up again to the point to where we were pretty much speed walking. And we crossed the street again. Halfway through the road, we heard him yell, hey, Hold up. We didn't listen. We just kept going. And of course he followed us. At this point we started flat out running. We ran maybe a block back to my house and he stopped following us right across the street where he promptly veered off to the right. We were so scared to the point that we were hysterically crying in the middle of the courtyard. I think I hyperventilated or something because I had dropped my giant 64 ounce soda and spilled it everywhere and then promptly threw up into the puddle. Directly after I had a few minutes to calm down, I had this jolt of memory as to who that guy was. Two or three weeks ago I had celebrated my 11th birthday and my family had thrown this big party where they invited a couple of the homeless guys to hang out and eat some barbecue with us. This guy was one of the men who had been invited, and his name was Styx. We laughed the ordeal off and thought we were dumb for overreacting, because duh, we knew him. However, sometimes I think about this, and all I can wonder is why this man tried to get us to stop and talk to him when he knew I was only 11. It's not like a grown adult has any reason for casual conversation with a kid. You don't know except from a small birthday bash. He never even talked to me at the party. All I know is that I'm glad we did not stop to talk to him at the park. To the creepy guy chasing two 11-year-olds, let's not meet again. So, this happened when I was 17. I can't remember exactly why I was walking down that street, but it was a rather dangerous street in a city, pretty late at night. I walked past a private showgirl house where girls were trying to attract customers and also came across a drug house to give you an idea of where I was. Along my walk, I passed a dark parking lot and suddenly heard a man say, Hey, in a hushed tone. Turning around, I searched and found an 
absolute unit of a man lurking in the shadows, his face hidden. Yes, I answered timidly. He proceeded to try to flirt with me, complimenting me a lot and trying to offer me dinner out. Literally, there were no restaurants open at this time. I was very shy and scared back then, so I kept politely declining, but he just wouldn't stop badgering. He was determined to take me somewhere, presumably on a date. Finally, after a few minutes of me just straight declining, he started walking towards me quickly. I braced myself, going into a defensive position when he stopped just at the end of the parking lot. I still couldn't see him well. Then he said in a smooth, calm tone that a pretty girl like me should be careful because he knew there was a man around here picking up girls in a white truck and murdering them and then dumping the bodies. Fully freaked out, red alarms blaring in my head, I started to walk backwards away from this creep. That's when I saw what I will always remember. He walked over to a car in the dark part of the parking lot. He opened the car door and got into a white truck. I turned away and sprinted, hearing him rev his engine and tear out of the parking lot. Thankfully, I lost him. Cutting through other areas and sprinting like a madman. I'll never forget that absolutely terrifying man. Terrifying man that I met in the parking lot. Let's never meet again. I was about eight when this happened in a small town in West Virginia. I went to the grocery store with my mom, but did not want to go inside with her choosing to stay in the car and listening to the radio while she shopped. It was about dusk. While she was inside, I noticed a truck parked a few spaces to my right with two male adults inside. I paid no mind to them and continued sitting and listening to music. A few minutes later, I was startled by the sound of a door handle, and when I looked to my right, one of them men from the truck or at the car door trying to get in. Fortunately, I had locked the car door when my mom went inside and he couldn't get in. I watched through the window as he hurried back to the truck and they took off. The weight of the situation didn't hit me at that time, but in retrospect, they were either going to steal the car, kidnap me, or both. I didn't tell my mom this until I was about 20 years old. So, creepy men trying to break into my mom's car, let's never meet again.